Welcome to Let's Talk Documentaries. This week we're going to be talking about a documentary called The Verdict. It is on the O.J. Simpson trial and I stumbled across this documentary on a website called documentaryheaven.com. I usually go on this website to watch random stuff and if you haven't heard of this site and you love documentaries, you've probably been living under a rock or something because it literally has everything you've ever heard of. Mainly short 10 to 15 minute films, but you will find a few long uh, films, 30 to 40 minutes maybe. So go check it out. If you haven't already seen this film, you may want to watch it. This will spoil it a little bit for you, so if you're going to watch it, you may not want to listen. So uh, if, you, if you're not familiar with what happened during the O.J. Simpson trial, which I'm one of those people because this happened in between 1994 and 1995. I was about three years old during that time, so I didn't really know what was going on. Now that I'm older, I thought that, of course, since this TV show is coming out called The People vs. O.J. Simpson, why not revisit the whole thing? Because apparently it was the trial of the century, so why not check it out and see what all the hype is about? So after watching this film, I definitely understand why things were so crazy during that time. Uh, a lot of racial implications uh, happening, of course, with this particular case. So I do want to start with um, a discussion of a few things that stuck out to me during the film. And the first thing is, so after he was, of course, accused of murdering his ex-wife, Nicole Simpson, and also another male whose name I do not know because I was just looking for, I don't know, certain pieces of the story. I guess I overlooked that part. But he was accused of murdering two people. After he was accused, he agreed to turn himself in. And I guess he changed his mind because he was basically involved in a low-speed chase, <laughs> apparently, according to the film, uh, with the police, which lasted, I don't know how long it lasted, but lasted a while. Ended up at his home where he eventually surrendered. My thing is, if you're innocent, don't run from the police. I don't know why he ran. Maybe it was a part of some crazy scheme he had that was made up by his lawyers. I don't even know if he had lawyers at the time. I don't have a clue why he decided to run. I think if you're innocent, just cooperate. Don't run. It's pointless. It kind of, you know, it just makes you look like you're guilty. Um, but I am going to try to be as objective as possible. I really don't have any strong opinions about the case. Again, because I was too young to really understand it. Too young to really know. I, I feel like if you weren't there during that time, then you really can't develop a strong opinion because you just don't know. You don't know what happened. You don't know what was, you know, what every detail was of the case. So I'll try not to be biased when I'm talking about this. So the next point that I wanted to touch on was... During the trial, O.J. Simpson had a bunch of lawyers. I don't know how many lawyers he had, but he had several. And the documentary touches on how they would have issues because one lawyer might want to be in the limelight. And, of course, the other ones wanted to as well. Most of them were celebrity lawyers already, so they were used to getting that attention. And that kind of didn't reflect positively on the case because... Of course, you want your lawyer to be focused on you and not focused on any other things that could happen um, as a result of them 
being your lawyer. So I don't know, I thought that was interesting to see them bump heads a little bit, to see some of the issues that came up on his side, because obviously there were a lot of issues on the prosecution side, which I'll talk about in a little bit. And um, so I just wanted to touch on, of course, the race issue during that time. Now, again, I was too young to know and feel what type of tension there was during the time of the case. But you can tell that things were a little bit touchy when you look at the reactions after he was not convicted. Um, As soon as they said not guilty, you got people on one end that are disappointed and going crazy. You got people on the other end also going crazy, but because they're happy. And I know you guys know probably enough about what happened to know which group was happy and which group was angry. So again, I really have no bias there. I really don't know why the race issue was so big for this case. I know why it was big during that time, but for this particular case, I don't know when and how it became about race. So I'll leave you with that as far as the race issue goes. Um, Now, also a part of this particular documentary, there was a juror who agreed to be interviewed. And I thought that's, you know, pretty bold because, I mean, it's years later, but still it was such a big deal that you you have to have some type of courage to, to get on, you know, film and talk about why you decided that he was not guilty. So um, the juror talks a lot about how he felt at different points during the trial and what things affected his decision in the end. Um, One of the things he did touch on was the detective Mark Furman, who I'm sure if you know about this case, you know about Mark Furman because he was a detective who they accused of being racist and of lying several times um, while he was being cross-examined. And I thought it was pretty interesting because... I don't know if you guys have seen the film on Netflix, Making a Murderer, but it basically talks about the ways that police get involved when they believe someone is guilty. And when Mark Furman was talking, everything he said just reminded me of that film. It was just like, oh, so you knew this guy was guilty in your mind, so you did what you had to do to make sure that he was convicted. I feel like most times it probably works out, but in this particular case, what sucks is if he did do it, We'll never know because you had to put your hand in there just to make sure that he was convicted. And now you got caught in your lie. So who knows what evidence he did touch or didn't touch because, um, you know, you can't really use his testimony because you're lying. So and then he even said they asked him a question. I can't remember what he asked, what they asked him, but they asked him a question. And he's like, well, I reserve my Fifth Amendment right not to say anything. And it's like, really, dude, like if if you're being honest, then you don't have to do that. Just answer the question. So obviously he didn't want to implicate himself because he knew that if he touched with evidence, then he's implicating himself for actually doing something illegal. So, of course, he's going to do that. Um, so that, you know, the juror talked about how. That played a big role in him feeling as if the police department, uh, the LAPD specifically, was trying to frame O.J. Simpson. So um, there you go. I mean, that probably was the case for a lot of the jurors. I mean, if you have a police officer who's that important to the case and he's that involved and he feels so strongly about African-Americans. And the reason why I say he felt strongly is because they asked him if he had ever used the N-word. He said no. But then they played a recording where he used it strongly. And I don't even know what he was talking about, but he used the word strongly. 
So obviously he had strong feelings towards African-Americans. And of course that's going to sway the opinion of the jurors. So I think that played a big part in it. Um, the next thing that I probably shouldn't even talk about because there's not much to say is when the uh, prosecutor asked O.J. Simpson to try on the glove that was found in his home. Thought that was interesting because, I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but I feel like most of the time when I watch lawyers on a documentary on a, or on television, they kind of know what they're going to say to get the answer they want when they're, you know, in the trial, in the courtroom. And to do that, to like, you know, let it just fall where it falls when you're, you know, a part of a case like this, I think, I mean, I think everybody knows that was a huge mistake on his part. So I think he knows as well. <laughs> he said, he said he didn't know it till he went upstairs that he made a monumental mistake. But, you know, so that happened. And of course, O.J. Simpson milked that. I mean, I would have done the same thing. I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, it fits. Great. You got me. Of course, I'm going to be like, no, this thing's too small. So, I mean, he did what anyone else would have done if they were in that position. So, um, I also want to leave you guys with just a few questions uh, for this week's episode. Since it is so controversial, I kind of want to know what you guys think and what you feel about uh, the case itself, and if you go watch this documentary, let me know what you think about it. I thought that it was perfect. I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't want to say perfect because it could have went more in depth on certain topics that were within the trial, the case itself. But I thought it did a great job of touching on each part, you know, all the important parts of what happened. So as far as questions... Um, do you think the verdict would have been different if Detective Furman wasn't involved? And by involved, I mean, if you literally didn't know who he was and he was not cross-examined, he didn't have anything to do with the evidence that was discovered, he just wasn't a part of the case at all. Do you think that there would have still been the same outcome? And the second question I have is, do you believe that this case should have been about race? We all know that it was about race. That's probably what led it to be as, you know, as big as it was, but do you think it should have been? I, I know that race was a big thing, you know, during that time. It is still a big thing now, a big thing that we're discussing even today. So if you're familiar with, you know, w the way things were during that time, do you think that it was it was a, a good thing for it to be about race? Do you think that it should have been as monumental as it was during that time so if you have answers to these questions i want to know about them and you can write them in the comments and i can't wait to read what you guys all have to say so thank you for listening and i will see you guys next week on let's talk documentaries <laughs>